Hi, and welcome to the Cooking Sustainably podcast. This is Marcy, your friendly neighborhood dietitian. And I'm Joe, your malinformed consumer. Okay, Mr. Malinformed Consumer, um, have you heard of the Mediterranean diet? Yes, I have. Well, what have you heard? Uh, that it's from the Mediterranean region. Okay. And that my doctor, my physician has mentioned something about it and that you put it into practice a little bit. Okay, so you know a little bit. Small. Small amount. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to talk about the Mediterranean diet, and we're going to go over, like, why we should be eating it. Okay. And then we're going to talk about kind of, like, where it's at in the world. Wow, actual, like, location? Yeah, so everybody has to get out their map. Okay, that's, that's Or their globe. Fun. Yeah. And find the Mediterranean, and we'll <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um... And then we'll just kind of talk about specifically what it is and then most importantly, like how you can incorporate these things into your into your lifestyle. So some good information. All right. Good information. All right. Okay. Um, so let's get into the kind of like the why. Uh, I mean, there's been a lot of studies about it. And the first thing, the reason why it's kind of like talked about is because it has been shown to reduce uh, risk of heart disease. Okay. And right. how does it reduce risk of heart disease? Well, it has shown to lower the levels of LDL cholesterol. AD LDL, HDL, CDL? What? Not not CDL. That's commercial <laughs> driver's license. Okay. 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 So, right. uh, so LDL is that quote-unquote bad cholesterol. Mm-hmm. And HDL is what you consider the good cholesterol. Okay. Um, and so heart disease, kind of like this, I don't know, this cardiovascular disease in and of itself is a big umbrella term. And yeah. It covers like stroke, and heart attack. Pulmonary stuff. Coronary artery disease. Yeah. Um, like your dad, for instance, had a bypass surgery last fall. Quadruple. Yeah, quadruple. So he has that atherosclerosis in his arteries. Yeah. He's 90% blocked. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had to go in and, you know. Yeah. Basically <laughs> clear everything out. <laughs> Redo his intake manifold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, and I'm sure, like, heart disease being the number one um, cause of death for men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be, uh, and this is just the United States, but it used to be, like, Men were considered to be at most risk for heart disease. Yeah. And then in the recent years, kind of last 30 years, there's been a lot of, uh, I don't know, research, but also like letting women know that, yeah, you can get heart disease as well. Oh, yeah. So uh, so this is big. And this is kind of why it's talked about because when they did studies of some places in the Mediterranean, they noticed that these regions had lower incidences of heart disease. Right, yeah. Um, so that's why they're kind of correlating the two. Oh, cool. Um, there's lots of reasons for heart disease, not just diet, but, you know, they're just kind of pointing to maybe diet plays a role. A contributing factor. Yes, a contributing factor. Um, some other things that we've seen is uh, Mediterranean diet, is associated with a lower risk of some cancers, like oh breast right. cancer in women, mm. um, and even lower risk of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. What? 
Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Very funny. Uh, So what is it exactly? Um, Basically, it's whole foods. Okay, so whole foods, we've covered that before. Yeah, so the the whole concept of it is you eat plants, lots of plants. Okay. A little bit of meat. Okay. Um, you have some dairy. Okay, dairy's good. Yeah, you have some wine. Wine is good, yes. And you eat with your loved ones. Oh, pals, friends. Yeah, friends, family. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of like have congregate meals. Okay, that sounds good. All right, so that's the, the whole concept of it. Uh, I'll get into some of the nitty gritty. Um, so let's talk about kind of where... It w- this is where everybody has to get out their map. Oh, really? Oh, boy. Find Geography. the Mediterranean. Awesome. So if you think about the Mediterranean, it borders Europe and Northern Africa. Where in the world is Marciella? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so originally, like when they first started studying this diet, they looked specifically at Southern Italy. Oh, yeah. And then they looked at Spain and Greece. Those were the top countries that they looked at. Italy, Spain, Greece. Okay. Um, But it's important to kind of look at the whole Mediterranean because I think that if you look at the other cuisines like in Morocco and Northern Africa, the Middle East. Oh, what about Israel? Israel is part of the Middle East. Yeah. And Turkey. Turkey, yeah. Um, They kind of all share some of the same diet principles. Oh, yeah. So I think we can lump everybody in on this. Everybody who lives in the Mediterranean. Okay. Okay. Even like down in the south of France? Yeah. Okay. Like Provence and like French Mediterranean. Spain. Spain, definitely. Okay. Um, So that's kind of like, now you guys have a picture of where it's at. Mm Mm-hmm. It's warm. It's beautiful. Sunny. Oh, yeah. Great food. Yeah. Yeah. Great wine. Yeah. Great wine. Okay. So, um, but before we get into kind of like the nitty gritty of it, let's pick on one of the countries. Oh, no. And we'll pick on Italy. Oh. Because Italy and Greece, we'll pick on Greece a little bit too. Um, they're kind of like shunning this Mediterranean diet. Why? I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> 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 I don't live there. I'm not studying that it's the <laughs> Italy or Greece. Okay. Uh, but what's happened is, um, especially the younger generation, they're starting to see um, ob- childhood obesity rates, some oh of the highest in the world. Really? What are they? So, Greek boys, 44% of them are considered obese. Holy cow, that's almost half. And then about yeah. a third of Italian boys and a third of Italian girls. Wow, that's that's pretty significant. It is. And it has to do with... Um, you know, more fast food entering mm-hmm. the region. Um, companies like Coca-Cola oh, yeah. have started yeah. kind of like advertising in mm-hmm. the region. And what their ads show is they show like, you know, a happy Italian family eat, drinking Coke with their meals. And so they're associating Coke with, you know, having a lovely meal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know. Mer- you know, we did that here in the 70s and early 80s. Right. You have, like, the bottle of Coke on the mm-hmm. table, the two-liter. Um, and 
So so it's a whole marketing campaign. So now there's like all this westernized Americanized food that's kind of entering the region and um see a lot more fried foods Ooh. and things. Yeah. So it's it's an unfortunate turn. And there were studies done and only like 40 40 to 45% of Italians actually follow the Mediterranean diet now. Wow, that's pretty that's lower than I thought. Right. So they're they're moving away from it and they're Yay, America, we've yeah. influenced Italy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, go to Rome and go to Mickey D's <laughs> or KFC. <laughs> it's just a weird shift because we're we're trying to shift Americans to go towards this cuisine and um, American companies are going to some of these areas and getting them away from this cuisine. Oh, yeah. So it's an it's interesting paradigm. Um, so that's enough picking on Italy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about like how. So we've got this great diet, and I'm gonna go through each of the the principles of it, and we'll talk about kind of like how you can incorporate this into your your own lifestyle, your own diet. Okay. Um. So the first one is you know the diet really promotes fruits and vegetables good that's good and um so you always want to like have lots of fruits and vegetables yeah and whole grains mm -hmm. that's part of it and then plant-based proteins okay so what do you mean for plant but you know i know lentils from our you know we've, we've right. done show we've done a show on lentils right and no, we haven't done a show on lentils. Oh, okay, so that's a that's a future show. <laughs> but the oh I wrote a book about lentils. Yeah, and okay. we've eaten a lot of lentils. Uh, so lentils are a plant-based protein, and so are other legumes like black beans, chickpeas. Yeah, and um, then, you know, like you do the rice and beans combo thing. And right. Yeah. Know. So the diet really embraces plant-based protein. Cool. Um, so. The first step is to kind of go for the fruits and veggies. All right. Right? And then um, the second thing is to look at your animal protein. Okay. So what do you mean with that? So it limits red meat. So it limits that beef and um, lamb and pork. Yeah. So they're only eating it once or twice a month. Okay. Um, and they're doing more seafood and more poultry. Yeah, that's good. Chicken so and Yeah, so chicken gets kind of boring. So if you want to if you can have seafood, um we're fortunate enough that we live in a on the west coast so we have an abundance of seafood. Mussels and mm, mussels and clams and, and crabs. Uh -huh. Um but you can always find some sort of seafood frozen. Oh yeah, you can. And Actually, the recommendation from the Academy of Nutrition Dietetics and from the USDA is you need to have at least two servings of fish per week. Okay, fish it's twice a week. It can be expensive, so yeah. you know, mind your budget. But um, fish is a really excellent source of protein. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um. So you limit your animal into your animal protein intake, especially the red meat. 
have more fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. But then you start thinking about the fats. Okay. So, you know, I like butter. Butter. Butter is good. Butter is good. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things that the diet, you know, they in this region, they cook a lot with olive oil. Yeah, which is good also. And yeah, mm. and olive oil is um, a monounsaturated fat. Okay. So fats can be lumped into categories. So you have your saturated fats. Mm-hmm. You've got your monounsaturated fats. You have your polyunsaturated fats. Yeah. So saturated fats are anything that's solid at room temperature. So that would be butter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lard. Lard. The the fat that's <laughs> on the outside of the steak. That that oh is yeah. a saturated fat. Okay. Um, and then olive oil and canola oil are really great sources of monounsaturated fat. Oh, yeah. And these are ones that are really more healthy for your heart. Cool. Okay? Yeah. So all goes into the heart disease thing. Um, and then, you know, this region, especially more like the European side, they drink wine. Yes. Ooh, like Barolos, all well. That's not that's since that's like north and east of Italy, but yeah, I know wine. I just wine I like a Sangiovese, a oh Chianti, or oh yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's red wine. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, it should be noted that wine should only alcohol in general should only be drunk in um, moderation. Okay, and what's moderation for alcohol again? So it's different for men and women. Mm-hmm. Uh, women, it's one five-ounce glass of wine per day. Okay. One five-ounce glass of wine for women. Okay. And then for men, it's up to two. Up to two five-ounce glasses? Mm-hmm. That's actually quite a bit. Right. Yeah. So men get to drink a little bit more than women. Yay. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, so it has to do with, like, moderate consumption. All right. Wine. Okay. So you have your glass of red wine with, with the meal. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. Um, the next thing is incorporating to kind of lower your salt intake. Oh, yeah. That's important. Uh, is herbs and spices. Mm. So if you look at where, you know, these countries are, especially in the northern African countries, they use a lot of spice. Yes, they do. And... Um, so when you use a little bit more fresh herbs and spices, you don't have to use as much salt. Right, and it, it really kicks up the flavor. Yeah. So, um, so you know, take advantage of the spice aisle. Mm-hmm. You know, look look at your grocery store spice aisle or, you know, Penzi Spices or the Spice House online. Or mm-hmm. um, and you can find some really delicious spices. Oh, know. yeah. So... Um, and that that's kind of like when you think of Mediterranean food, think of herbs and spices. Oh yeah, good thing. Yeah. Um. And then eating less processed foods. That yeah, you should you should do that already. <laughs> but yeah, eat le- less processed foods. So yeah, so before kind of like they started westernizing their diet in Italy and in Greece. Um, mm-hmm. There wasn't a whole lot of processed foods. Right. So you could probably find, you know, dried pastas and stuff. But, you know, finding like, you know, those frozen dinners or canned mm. soups and stuff like that, it's a little bit harder to find. 
Um, so, you know, limit. Yeah. So everybody should be doing that. So it's kind of like the idea of this diet is to go more towards a whole foods diet. Oh, yeah. No more Hot Pockets. No more Hot Pockets. Or Tostino's Pizza Rolls. Or right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no more Cheetos. Oh. oh, darn. <laughs> Our kids will be so disappointed. <laughs> um, and then, so you could get talk about, like, kind of like the community aspect. Um, this uh, There's this idea of, like, congregate meals or eating together. Yeah. And eating with loved ones. Um, and what it does is that it slows you down. So you're not sitting down to wolf down your food. So, you know, like actively talk and eat so that you slow down with it. The meal is taking longer. Right. So it's kind of like a mindful eating hmm. aspect in a, in, a, in a way. But a, a lot less effort. A lot less effort. Yeah. So, so you eat with your family, you eat with your friends, um, have conversation. It slows down meal time. So you're not eating in 15 minutes. You're like eating over the course of maybe it's like 30 to 45 minutes. Right. Okay. Um, and then like taking a walk or doing light physical activity. Yeah. Especially after dinner. Oh, that's, yeah, that's always a good thing. Um, and this is really kind of good advice overall for someone who's diabetic. Um, you need to kind of lower your your blood sugar spike after a meal. You should go for a walk around the park mm-hmm. or around your neighborhood. It will lower your um, blood your blood sugar level. Oh, all right, that's cool. So, um, like, just taking a stroll. You know, like light physical activity. We're not saying like you need to go out and run ten miles a day. <laughs> <laughs> I am not saying that, but like I'm saying like people in this region they're a little bit more active. Right. And um so gardening. Yeah. Gardening, walking. Putzing around. Ride your bike around kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Just just really easygoing kind of things. Mm. Um you know, don't don't stress about working out, but just be a little bit more active. Cool. Okay. All right. Um and I think those are the biggest things. So if you look at your own lifestyle, yeah, um, there's always ways you can incorporate kind of Mediterranean diet into your lifestyle. Yeah, there is. So it, it may take a little bit of planning. You may have to cook a little bit more. Oh, okay. Well, th- that's you know that's one big thing that we were talking about wha- the last time was getting back into the kitchen. Right. And congregate meals or having friends and family, that involves getting back in the kitchen, slowing down your meal time. Right. And it helps you appreciate kind of where your food's coming from a little bit more, I mm-hmm. feel. Um, so just kind of pay more attention to what's going on, going into your body. Yeah. Okay. And, it, and, it, and this diet is showing to have lots of health benefits. That's good. And it's not going completely meat-free. Um, you can still have your eggs. Mm. You can still eat healthy fats. You can still have, you know, dairy like yogurt, you know, things like that. That's that's great stuff. So um, just do a few things. You can always tweak your diet a little bit. Yeah. Even if it's just like shifting, you know, one meal a week to more like um, 
like a vegetarian type of meal. Right. Um, that's a shift in the right direction. No, that sounds good. Right? Yeah, overall, it sounds pretty good. Yeah. It, I mean, we incorporate it, but, you know, it's reviewing it's helpful and then also recognizing that this type of thing is, is good. It's, it's, it's attainable. Yes. You, you can do it. Um, so that kind of concludes the Mediterranean diet. Mm. And if anybody listening has any questions, ideas, concerns, can always contact us. Oh, yeah. And we are on the web at cookingsustainably.com. Good website. Very informative. And there are recipes on there. A lot of my recipes do have some Mediterranean diet aspects to them. Mm -hmm. I cook a lot with olive oil, a lot with canola oil. Um, I have adopted a whole foods, um, you know, idea to my cooking. Do you, are people able to contact you? They are. They can contact me via the website. Oh, that's jolly. Jolly. So <laughs> if you have any questions, you can always contact me. Um, so next time, we're going to kind of delve into fad diets. Oh, fad diets. Like what? So like the blood type diet. Oh, yeah. Or the alkaline diet. Oh, wow. Yeah. It has to do with pH. Oh, okay. In the body. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so there's a bunch of crazy diets out there, and they, they always seem to pop up every few years. Like, some of them are recycled, you know, oh the yeah. cabbage soup diet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, like the kids, but, you know, the, everybody will start following the rock soup diet. <laughs> the rock soup diet. Yeah, to start boiling rocks. <laughs> um, yeah, or, like, the bone broth thing. Oh, yeah, which is broth. Which is just stock. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway... Um, so we'll talk about those and, and then we'll talk about like, I don't consider if I talk about the Mediterranean diet, I don't consider that a fad diet. I consider that a lifestyle. Okay. Um, these other one, cause I feel like the Mediterranean diet is something you can sustain. Right. But you know, and plus I've heard the term for a long time and it's over right. and twice it, a year. It is a sustainable diet. The reason why these fad diets are interesting is they're not sustainable. Right. You can't keep these up. Yeah. So we'll talk about those cool. and um, maybe shatter a few dreams of people wanting to lose weight <laughs> quickly. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about fat diets. So until next time, this has been Marcy. And this is Joe. All right. Have a great day.